0: Hi, I'm Jackson with Jackson's Book Nook. This episode's going to be different because today I'm going to be reading Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. I'm happy to join you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American, in whose symbolic shadow we stand today, signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon of hope to millions of slaves, who'd been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It it came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the colored America is still not free. 100 years ago, the life of the colored American is still sadly crippled by the manacle of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the colored American lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. 100 years later, the colored American is still languishing in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. So we have come here today to dramatize the shameful condition. In a sense, we have come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our great republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall here. This note was a promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the ineliable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring the sacred obligation, America has given its colored people a bad check, a check that has come marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the bank of justice is bankrupt we refuse to believe that those are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation so we have come to cash this check a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and security of justice we have also come to this hallowed spot to remind america of the fierce urgency of now this is not time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take tranquilizing drug of gradualism Now is the time to make real of the promissory democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time to lift our nation from quicksand of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time to make justice a reality to all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook urgency of the moment and to underestimate the determination of its colored citizens. This sweltering summer of the colored people's legitimate is disc, discontent will not pass until there is an invigorating autumn of freedom and e- equality. 1963 is not an end but a beginning. Those who hope that the colored Americans need to blow off steam and will now be content with having a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. There will be neither rest nor tranquility in America until the colored citizen is granted his citizenship rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. We can never be satisfied as long as our bodies, heavy with the fatigue of travel, cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and hotels of the cities. We cannot be satisfied as long as a colored person's basic mobility is from a smaller ghetto to a larger one. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs saying, For whites only we cannot be satisfied as long as a colored person in mississippi cannot vote and the colored person in new york believes he has nothing for which to vote no no we are not satisfied and will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream i am not unmindful that some of you have come here out of your trials and tribulations some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom left you battered by storms persecutions and staggered by the winds of police brutality you've been the veterans of creative suffering continue to work with the faith that unearning suffering is redemptive go back to mississippi go back to alabama go back to south carolina go back to georgia go back to louisiana go back to the slums and ghettos of our modern cities knowing that somehow the situation can and will be changed let's not wallow in the valley of despair i say to you my friends We have difficulties of today and tomorrow. I still have a dream. It's a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day, out in the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day, down in Alabama, with its vicious racists, with its one governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, that one day, right down in Alabama, little black boys and little black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and little white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be engulfed, every hill shall be exalted, and every mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plains, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I will go back to South with, with this faith, we will be able to hew out the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to climb up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrims' pride. From every mountainside let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring from the hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghanies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi and every mountainside. When we let freedom ring, when we let it ring from every tenement and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last.